Hey everyone, I'm Katherine Lay, and this is The Freeway. This is our first podcast, and we're super excited about it. So today joining us is a really good friend of mine, Laura Mann. Um, she and I have been friends for a really long time. I'm so thankful to have you today, Laura. How's everything been going? It's been going good, Catherine. I'm so excited to be able to come today and just share a little bit about my story and what God has done in my life over the years. Well, I can't wait to hear and see how God uses your story to reach women out there. So, Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and start and just tell you a little bit about me. So, um, going back at the beginning, um, I was... I was born and raised in um, the home of a, of a minister, and so from very early on, um, as early as three years old, I was, you know, in church and um, up on stage singing and memorizing verses and just doing all of the, um, doing all of those things, and so I had a really strong Christian foundation in my home, and um, it was about 12 years old, I was 12 years old whenever I kind of came to the, a real understanding of my need for Jesus. Um, it's, it was really difficult for me growing up because I felt like I did all the right things, so I knew I needed to be saved, but I didn't really understand um, my sinfulness, I guess, because I was like, well, I really haven't done anything that bad, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, about 12 years old, I was 12 whenever I, it really kind of hit me, and I, I started understanding things like selfishness and anger and how those are just as big of sins as, as murder or, you know, any other sins, and how any sin really separates us from God. And so it was at that time that I talked to my dad and, um, you know, really surrendered my life to Christ and um, trusted in what he did on the cross, you know, for my salvation. And so um, I grew up and continued to be really close to God in my, I guess, preteen and early teenage years. And then... As I got older, I kind of fell into kind of, I guess, a routine where I just kind of got still and and did, um, kind of went through the motions, I mean, yeah. you know, and if you would have asked me then, I would have told you that I was, you know, close to God. I was a, I was a pretty good Christian. I mean, that, that's what I think I would have said. I mean, we went to church, um, you know, I, I read my Bible occasionally didn't do anything really horrible, in my opinion, so I thought, you know, I mean, I don't need to be, like, crazy about it, like, you know, some people are. Um, I think I'm, you know, pretty good, and so, um, I guess, let's see, just kind of fast forward, so I did, I left out, my parents did get divorced when I was 15, and I guess that kind of started this, this slow phase of me just kind of having a lot of anger that I didn't really deal with, and then, um, got a little older and as in my early 20s I guess just kind of start in and out of church went to church some didn't go to church for a little while um, when I did go to church I'd sing in the choir maybe teach a Sunday school class even and um, I really did try to do all the right things um, like I you know if you'd have asked me I was a pretty good person and um I felt like anything more, asking anything more of me would have just been, like, extreme, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. um, I knew there were people that um, kind of were all out for Jesus. Yeah. And I just, I questioned their, like, their motives and their, like, if they were really sincere. I remember this one time that just came to my mind. I, I went to Wild Adventures. I was probably early 20s. 
and there was a Christian concert there, and I'd never been to a Christian concert before. And we just kind of like stopped in for a little bit, and people were like raising their hands and stuff. And I thought, what in the world? You know, like, is this a show? Like, they're just doing this for a show. They can't really mean this, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so I just kind of was in this like mediocre, um, if you even want to call it that, kind of phase of my journey. And then um, got married, had um, my two wonderful children, and um, I guess Luke was about, Luke was four, and Leah was 18 months when I got divorced, we got divorced. And I think that, um, I kind of turned a corner there, where I was just like, I remember thinking, I have tried doing this God's way my whole life. Like, I've never done anything horrible, um, you know, I've tried despite some really difficult circumstances along the way, you know, throughout my early, throughout my childhood and even in my early adulthood to do the right thing. And it's just not worked out for me. I'm not happy. And I just feel like, you know, I just thought I deserve to be happy. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to try things my own way. I'm going to do things like I've always been told I shouldn't and see, you know, if it works. Yeah. Because I just wanted to, like, feel that hole. Yeah. You know? And so I did, and for a while, I would say um, probably a good four years-ish, I did things my own way, so I certainly was not going to church, you know, started going to maybe some parties after work, and, you know, really was um, had a lot of promiscuous behavior, did things I'm totally ashamed of, and um, never, ever in a million years, if you asked me what I'd done, some of the things that I did, I would have told you, there's no way, you know. Yeah. But when you just kind of start going down that path, like one thing leads to another, yeah. and nothing really seems that bad anymore, and you can excuse behavior. And the thing that I kind of started figuring out was, is that I was happy for a few minutes yeah. in the moment, and then yeah. after I was so miserable. And the reason I know I was miserable was because the Holy Spirit was just, you know, I was still a believer, and the Holy Spirit was just eating me up on the yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because, um, you know, the Bible tells us our bodies are His temple once we believe in Him, and that, um, you know, like, He's with us everywhere. And so I'm, I'm dragging Jesus with me in all these horrible situations, you know, which just um, breaks my heart now. But anyway, so years later, about four years later, I had... I was suffering some of the consequences of those bad choices, and I was just miserable. And I had just gotten to this point that I was, I didn't know what to do, but I knew, I knew what I needed to do, really, I guess. And I remember going back to church. It was, I think it was a Sunday night. It was a nighttime service, I remember that. And I went, I hadn't been in years, and I was sitting there listening to the music, Listen, I remember the um, was a Mandisa song that um, Amber uh, Boxinger was actually singing that night, and it was talking about how some people I can't remember the name of the song now, but you'll know it if I if you heard it. Yeah. But how some people find love in the bottle, some people yes. find love, you know, yes. you're looking for love yeah. in all these different ways. Yeah. And I knew that I was trying to really fill that spot with with men and with affection and affirmation in that area. And it was just, it wasn't working. And I had just made a mess of myself, you know? So I remember 
going down to the altar that night, which was something completely out of the room for me. Like, I haven't been to church in all these years. Even when I did go to church, I didn't really get on the altar, but I was just spent. And I was crying, and I remember just telling God, like, God, I've made such a mess of things. You know, like, I'm dirty, and I'm used up, and I don't know that you can really do anything with me anymore, but if you will have me, like, I'll do it. I'm yours. And that was really the turning point um, in my life. Um, Although I became a Christian when I was 12, I really feel like that was a moment that I really gave God all of me, in a sense. Um, and so I just started this journey of just surrendering to Jesus, really. Um, I thought I surrendered my whole life and that, that night, yeah. but, you know, as, as you start walking with Jesus and really learning more about Him, He reveals more to you about different areas that you're like, He's like, um, I know you, you know, you say yeah. that um, I'm yours, but what about this area? And you're like, whoa, like... <laughs> Yes. You want that too, you know, so um, I just had some really great women along the way that helped me. Um, Joy McHale um, talked to me for a couple years, I believe. Um, I like Joy. Yes. yes, and she helped me so much. I remember the first challenge she gave me was to not date for a year. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't do that, you know. Yeah. It was, I was so just connected at that time. I thought I just had to have, you know, somebody, a man by me. And so I told her I would do it. And she said, just focus on you and Jesus. You know, just focus on growing in him and really working through a lot of your, a lot of that stuff. And so I did that. And at the end of the year, I was like, I want to do another year. Like, I really don't feel like I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, So it was really just something that God kind of pulled me, um, pulled me into him, pulled me closer to him and just... I'm going to Bible studies, and, like, Beth Moore had a great Bible study that was a life changer for me, and, you know, when you just really think about living your life with open hands and um, not holding on to anything, that nothing we have is ours, right. our money's not ours, our time's not ours, our kids aren't ours, our job, our health, like, you know, anything and everything is God's, and, and I guess I just really, um, started getting an understanding of how much God loved me and how I didn't really understand that before um, in the same way because I knew I didn't deserve it. You know? I love that no matter where we are, He just continues to pursue us even <laughs> when we're in the biggest mess. Yeah, and when we it's just ruthless yes. pursuit, you know, yes. like he doesn't get put out when we push him away. He just keeps on chasing yeah. us. And yeah. he, he chased me down. And um, it was just a, I don't know, I just feel like it was just such a learning process. And I'm still learning. That's the beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm sure in five years from now, I'll look back to this point and think like, oh my gosh, I thought I had, you know, I really thought God had 100% of me. But I'm sure he'll show me more areas. And so, um women's Bible studies and just, you know, um, friends like you and like um, Amy um, Rossman, my first mission trip, she spoke so much life into me and um, I just saw her love for Jesus and I wanted it. I was like, I want that. You know, I couldn't wrap my brain around it, but I wanted it. And so, um, 
that just started a big journey for me. That first mission trip, that was kind of like another milestone, I think, where God just really um, broke my heart for people who are really in need, in need in the physical sense and also in the spiritual sense. And, um, and we've shared a lot of those journeys together, which yes. is um, <laughs> such a blessing. Um, really God nice. just really has, you know, pulled us close to Him. And, and so, yeah, I just think that, you know, God reveals... As God reveals ways for us to let go of certain things, um, I think that He is 100% trustworthy. I guess that's what I would say to anybody who is holding on to something yes. and just wondering, like, I don't know, I don't want to let go of this. Like, you can 100% trust God. Like, He has proven Himself over and over and over to me. I mean, He, he loves you. He is for you. And... One of my favorite verses, Psalms 84, 11, says that no good thing does he withhold from yes. those who can walk in blameless. Yes. And so if it's happening to you, it's, it's the best thing, and even if you don't that. like it. Yes, I think so many women can relate to your story, Lauren. That is such a, a wonderful verse. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's been a lot to me, and I think, you know, watching God be faithful and watching his promises come true, like if you give him half a chance, he will not, um, he'll not take, um, you know, it won't go away. Yes. He yes. will come through over Nothing's and over. wasted, yes. even our messy stories. Especially <laughs> our messy stories, yes, especially our messy stories. Yes. And so, if there's women out there today who, you know, I think so often us as women, we, we see other women that we, it looks like they have it all together, yeah. and we're like, oh my gosh, they're so perfect, or whatever. Yeah. And none of us are perfect, um. Everybody has mess in their closet, yes. and um, if they are in a good place, it's only because God has graciously brought them there. Yes. And so, I just really encourage you first if you've never given your life to Christ, I mean, it's the best thing you'll ever do. Yes. Um, and it's really, really simple. Like he said, He's done all the work, He just wants you to believe and accept Him and trust Him and give Him your whole life. And so, um, you know, please. Please reach out to us if you would like that explained in more depth or detail. But if you are his child and you're just holding, you know, you've got your fists tight like I have had for a lot of times in my life and there's something you don't want to let go of, I would just encourage you um, to just let go and trust him completely and give him 100%. Be the fanatic that I never wanted to be. Like, I'm all out <laughs> crazy. Yes. Worship with abandon. And, yes. Um, you know, He's worth our time. He's worth our resources. He is worth our energy. Um, all of it. So, yeah. So that's, good, that's, that's Oh, it. that's so good. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for your encouraging words. And for any women out there, feel free to reach out to us. Um, it's Laura Mann and Catherine Lay. Um, thank you for listening. And thank you for subscribing. And be on the lookout for the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you.